Thank you for joining Resurrection Lutheran Church this Sunday morning, giving praise with us for God's blessings of music, prayer, and scripture. I, Pastor Karen Perkins, will be sharing a message of grace, forgiveness, and hope. All of the worship leaders welcome you. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, who greets us in this and every season, whose word never fails, whose promise is sure. Of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. You are great, O God, and greatly to be praised. You have made us for yourself, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. Grant that we may believe in you, call upon you, know you, and serve you through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Amen. Now it's time for our children's message. Victoria, do you know what this is? Yeah. What is it? A water lifter. A water lifter. Do you know what it, that is a very good guess of its name if you've never seen it. Does anybody else know what it is called? It does lift water. It's a yoke. It's a yoke. Not like an egg yoke. It's a yoke. And for what? Yeah, it can lift. I think that one specifically is for water. Let's grab the other picture. Here's another way that a yoke gets used. This one looks, the water yoke looks like maybe a person could carry water with it. This one, there's an ox. And he's got a yoke on, and that yoke would do farming work. So that this big, strong animal could do work. Do you think a yoke is heavy or light? Light. You think it's light? It's heavy. It's heavy. Today, we're going to hear the story where Jesus says his yoke is light. Crazy. What do, you, what do you think that means? If his yoke is light. Does it mean it's hard work? Yeah. No. Yo. Yo. No. <laughs> He's saying that for him, the yoke is light because that work isn't as hard for him, right? Yeah? What kind of work do you think Jesus did? Helping us and the members. Helping us and other members? Yeah, he was helping us. And that's why his yoke was so light. And with that, let's pray. Dear God, thank you so much for Jesus. Thank you for the work that he did and help us with the hard work that we do. Amen. Okay. Amen. Anybody else who would like to color, color yeah. you know, large pictures is welcome to. I also invite you to stand and let us together welcome the gospel.
Jesus chides the people who find fault with both the, his ministry and that of John the Baptist. He thanks, he thanks God, he thanks, ooh, hello. He thanks, he thanks God that wisdom and intelligence are not needed to receive what God has to offer. The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus spoke to the crowd saying, to what will I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplace and calling to one another. We played the flute for you and you did not dance. We wailed and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking and they say, he has a demon. The son of man came eating and drinking and they say, look, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is vindicated by her deeds. At that time, Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father. And no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The Gospel of the Lord. Maybe see it. I have I have a picture. Uh, I actually put it after this, but a picture of real live. Um, can you just switch to the next picture, Julie? Thank you. So, I, because of course I've never actually seen yoked oxen in real life. So there's a picture of real life yoked oxen, and one of the reasons I wanted uh, to show it is that the the way that the oxen are bound together. I mean, it really restricts and limits their movement. Um, so that's one of the functions of a yoke, right? Is to make the movement and the work conform to the other with whom, with whom the ox is yoked or with whom the person is yoked. The, it's, it, 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 the yoking requires all that are yoked together to work together and cooperate. It's like if you, um, you know, are, I don't know if they even still do this, those three-legged races where you tie two people's legs together and the ones who, who get really good at it have to get a rhythm going. Because if, 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 if you try to work, even if one person's really fast or really strong, it doesn't help. It only, it only helps if there's a certain amount of, of cooperation between the two. Yoke, often we associate with work because the reason we would put yoke on oxen is so that they can carry, so that they can drag, so that they can um, till, so that they can uh, yeah, farm, and um, so that they can move large, large pieces over distances that are too heavy to carry, for humans to carry. 
But the human kind of yolk that Amanda showed is also used by a lot of people in a lot of places in the world where people have to carry heavy loads from one place to another quite regularly. I don't know about you, but I pretty much only have to carry a heavy load from the car inside here and back and from the car to my house and back. And most of the time I don't even have to do that because Brad does it. So that's all the carrying heavy load that I have to do. But there are people that in order to get their groceries home have to, have to carry the food, a whole week's worth of food, miles or more, in order to get the, their household food where it needs to go or their water. And water's, water's heavy. If you've, ever, if you've ever had to carry you know, multiple gallons of water, it all, it all seems like it's reasonable until you put it all in the same bag, and then it's really heavy. And there are people who daily or every other day have to go get water from a spring or from a well. And so part of that work is to carry as much of it as possible at a time. One of the things that humans discovered thousands and thousands of years ago was that if you balance an equal load on both sides of a yoke, it makes it easier to carry that much more weight. Because now, even though that you're carrying this additional weight, it's spread out across that bar. And then you're also able to use other muscles in your body besides just the, your arms and legs. So yokes are used for work, and they're used to balance work, and they're, they're, they're used to allow, uh, allow more work to happen. Jesus then says, take all you who are heavy laden, come to me. We've been talking about Jesus for, for the last about four weeks about how the work that Jesus calls us to is actually hard work and comes with conflict and comes with challenges. Matthew is kind of interesting in that way in that he alternates between the stories that say it's challenging and this is how Jesus is present, enabling, enabling you to be strong enough. And he'll alternate those stories. This is one of those where he's, he's telling the people who are, in some cases, exhausted. And exhausted not just by the work they're doing, but exhausted by the criticism they're getting doing the work. If you've ever worked really, really hard and then had people criticize you for it, you know that that just makes it that much more exhausting, right? It's like, okay, not like I was, wasn't tired enough but now you're criticizing what I did or didn't do? Well, the early, the early apostles and his earliest disciples were having to do that. They were having to endure the criticism. In fact, Jesus was getting the criticism. And, and he points out that, that the criticism is coming pretty much regardless of how, how God's message is delivered. When he says it, it's like, it's like kids singing in the marketplace and calling to one another. They're saying, look, I did this for you, and you didn't like it. 
I did this for you and you didn't cooperate. Well, here comes John the Baptist and everybody said he was, he was crazy ascetic who was fasting and, and being, uh, being ignoble and unrighteous because he was doing it differently from how the Pharisees wanted it done. Jesus came and was much more inclusive for those who, were, who didn't know that they were included and got criticized for it. And it's important to note here that when he says, to what shall I compare this generation? That's the kids in the marketplace. When he gets to the next line in verse 18 and 19, instead of saying, essentially, you, um, you did not dance, or we played the flute for you, that's, that's a personal, he says, they, they now say, that he has a demon about John, or they now say he, he's a drunkard about Jesus. The they takes the focus off of the whole community and puts it on the Pharisaic leadership. Important to note, because we want to recognize that Jesus here is inviting people in, not saying, and, and there are times where he does criticize the crowds. But he's not calling the crowds hypocrites. He's saying, recognize, recognize what you're asking for and recognize what I'm asking you for and recognize what the leaders are saying about it. All of that is challenging. healing and serving and anybody who's in service work knows that serving in general is exhausting. Serving to people who are wounded, with people who are wounded, either spiritually or emotionally or physically, takes extra investment. So it's hard work. And when he says, come to me, you who are weary, he's acknowledging this is going to be difficult work, but come here, because the other purpose of the yoke, it's not just to do more work. It's not just to keep us conforming. It's also to share the work with whoever, whomever else you're yoked, to share the work. I'm going to tell you that uh, one time in uh, Hawaii, we, there are foolish things that you do when you move to a community that, you know, people who have lived there for a while will look at you and say, uh, you did what? So we were new to Hawaii. We wanted a pool table because uh, we had enormous lanai and we had a lot of church people were coming all the time. So we wanted a pool table and you can't get one shipped to Hawaii. They just don't ship them there. Um, they kept offering to ship it to, to Southern California, which wouldn't help. But anyway, somebody was selling a pool table on the opposite side of the island. So we were going to go get it on the opposite side of the island. But the only vehicle that we had to carry it was my pickup truck that had two front seats and then had little jump, tiny jump seats behind the front seats, not even four doors. It was two doors with little tiny seats. Okay, my family are big people. So those little seats don't really fit any of us. However, in order to carry the weight of the pool table, 
We needed all four of us. There was no way that the two people who could fit into the front of the pickup truck were going to be able to carry the pool table. Now, I guess we could have taken a separate car, but at that point, we didn't have one. So we squeeze all of us into, and, and you've seen my daughter and my son's over six feet tall and also big, squeeze us all into the cab of the car, truck, take this little pickup truck to the other side of the island, and they were all carrying this pool table, which is very, very difficult to, to, to I had no idea how heavy they were, by the way, I had no idea how heavy they were, carrying it. It probably won't surprise you to know that I am the weakest of the four of us. So whatever corner I was on was the low corner. And the two people who were on the adjacent corners were really being challenged. And there was a whole lot of, Karen, pick it up. Don't drop it, don't drop it, don't drop it. Um, over and over again. But their work was hard, and it got harder the less, the less of my weight I could carry. Brad's corner, or Dan Danny's corner especially, was getting held high. It was kind of comical, because then we got it loaded into the back of the pickup truck. It was pressing against the, the back window because it, it, it just barely fit. And then the four of us smushed back in, and the, the engine, the four-cylinder engine, barely got us over the mountain to bring the pool table home and bring it back into our house. But all of that story is about that weight that weight of the pool table. And me having no idea what I was getting into with a pool table. I've, I've played pool when a pool table was somewhere and existed, but I didn't actually know that they were made out of slate. So I thought, we go across the island, we pick up a pool table, we're good to go, we'll go out to dinner. That's not what happened. Jesus, invites us to be yoked with him because we are given challenging work. But Jesus invites us to be yoked with him so that we can bear it. So that we can bear it. Because regardless of how weak I am at my part of the yoke or how weak you may feel at your part, or how much struggling somebody is doing. Jesus is there to hold the yoke straight and to carry the bulk of the weight. The other things that Jesus will do by, by being yoked with us is that guidance that happens, this has probably happened to everybody here who drives, where you've driven somewhere, especially if you're driving somewhere you, you drive regularly, and when you get to your destination, you have no awareness of the, you, I can tell by your face, you've, you've done it. You have no awareness of how it happened. Um, be, because you're just kind of focused on a lot of other things. Well, when we're being guided by this shared yoke, we're being directed even when we're not able to focus, even when we're not able to set our own direction. He reminds people that this has been revealed to the little children. Because little children have to rely on other people. You notice even when Violet climbed up here, 
on, on Amanda. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't a sign of weakness that she shared, shared that work with Amanda. She just knew Amanda was going to share that work with her. That's, that's the call of Jesus. Share the work. Share the responsibility. But also share the direction. And trust that Jesus really does have the strength to keep us going where he would have us go. Amen. Let us confess together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of all that, and the life everlasting. Amen. Please come. receives our joys and concerns. Let us offer our prayers for the church, those in need, and all of creation. God of the covenant, you call ministers to proclaim your gospel of grace throughout the world. Inspire pastors, deacons, church musicians, and all ministers of your word as they carry out your work. Hear us, O God. God of all creation, you reveal your goodness through all you have made, rivers and seas, plants and animals, and endangered species. Prosper the work of conservation organizations, botanical gardens, zoos, and wildlife sanctuaries. Hear us, O God. God of the nations, you desire that all peoples of the world live in peace. Guide government leaders at all levels, national, state, and local, to do work for justice, mercy, and reconciliation. Hear us, O God. God of compassion, you bring healing to those who are sick, consolation to those who are grieving, and well-being to those who are distraught. 
Send skilled caregivers to all in need and make your presence known among all who suffer. Hear us, O oh God. God of rejoicing, you have brought us together this day to worship around the world, around the word and sacrament. Encourage children in their learning and growing and watch over those who are absent today. Lead us all to places of renewal and refreshment. Hear us, O oh God. God of leadership, you promise to share the load. Strengthen presiding Bishop Elizabeth Eaton, Alaska Synod Bishop Shelley Wickstrom, Bishop Tets Tessa Moon Lyseth of our sister Synod, and the Alaska Southeast Cluster, Pastor Karen Perkins, and Epiphany Lutheran Episcopal Church, Valdez. Hear us, O God. Mercy is great. For what else do the people of God pray? Healing and safe travel for Mike McMullen. For all those who are coming into town for continuing education from around the Synod. God of all faithfulness, through the witness of the faithful departed, you reveal love in action. Embolden us by their example to build up the beloved community in all the contexts we encounter. Hear us, O God. Your mercy, mercy is great. Into your hands, O God, we commend all for whom we pray. In the name of the one who reconciled all creation to himself, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. This is the part of our service where we lift up our gifts to God. We offer ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Members, of course, are encouraged to give our regular tithes and offerings through an assigned number, and we have regular vehicles for doing that. You're invited to go to our website and use PayPal or one of the other donate buttons that we have on the website. You can make a special offering to the RLC on KINY ministry, which helps keep this on the air, or to the RLC food pantry, or to Juno Live, which helps with community outreach. You're also more than welcome to come by in person or make a food donation. We encourage people also to be involved with the community and appreciate volunteers. All of these things are gathered together in song and prayer. God of field and forest, sea and sky, you are the giver of all good things. Sustain us with these gifts of your creation and multiply your graciousness in us that the world may be fed with your love through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, 
who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us announce together. The mission of Resurrection Lutheran Church is to promote spiritual growth in Christ and service to all people. Thank you everyone who pitched in today who was not expecting to do something and our prayers are with those who, who are ill. The God who calls across the cosmos and speaks in the smallest seed, bless, keep, and sustain you, now and to the end of the age. Amen. Go in peace, share the harvest. Thanks, Thanks be to God. This has been an abridged worship service of Resurrection Lutheran Church. You are welcome to join us for worship in person on Sunday mornings at 9.30. We are located at 740 West 10th Street in downtown Juneau. Our phone number is 586-2380. More information about our location, parking lot, current COVID policy, and other contact information is available on our website at rlcjuno.org. The website is also the best way to learn about what events are happening with the community outreach ministry, Juno Live. With a vital food pantry, bell choir, quilting group, Bible study, and others, there may be a ministry here just for you. Come and see.